Thanks for tuning in to Chats with Your Self-Worth BFF. This is your host, Michaela Falar, where we are here to skyrocket your self-worth, heal your shit, and take your power back. Welcome to the chat. Hey guys. <laughs> Hashtag entrepreneurship. <laughs> The reason that we're literally dying laughing right now is because this is the third attempt of creating this episode for you guys, number three. So we got 30 minutes into the last one and then realized that the microphone wasn't on. And it was good, but you're not going to hear any of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay because, you know, third time's a charm and this is going to be the best one out of all of them. Okay? Okay. So (laughs) welcome back to Chats with Your Self-Worth BFF. It's your host, Michaela. I am here with my beautiful younger sister, Ella Rose Olivares, singer, songwriter, best little sister in the whole entire world. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, Today we are going to be getting into, we are going to be getting into manifestation, following your dreams, chasing after what you want. And we're going to get into some fun topics at the end. So stay tuned for those. They're going to be a surprise. Okay. So this is Ella. She's 19. She's a singer songwriter. She has known from the day she was born out of the womb, I feel like, that she was destined to become an artist and to be a singer songwriter. And she also plays the guitar and the piano. She's super badass. Um, watching her grow up into the woman that she is today has been such an incredible thing to watch, such an incredible experience. And I'm so, so, so proud of her and everything that she's accomplished at such a young age. Um, and like I said, she has known from the beginning, like that she, that this is like her path, her journey. And so I always think it's so cool when people know what they want at such a young age and go after what they want regardless of like what other people think or what their parents say or any of the sort to go after your dreams like no matter what is something that obviously as you guys know is very inspirational to me and something that I am like yes please go for it so the fact that my little sister is one of those people and she is going and chasing after her dreams has been so incredible to watch and so without further ado this is ella rose olivares hi guys i'm so excited to be here we have some fun topics that we're going to talk about today um thanks big sis for having me i'm so excited and i'm just excited to be part of this podcast because i've seen michaela grow into the amazing young woman that she is starting this and doing you know helping people as her journey and kind of you know, breaking through those limiting self-beliefs to figure out that this is her purpose and this is what she wants to do. So I'm so excited to be here and talk about some fun talks with you guys. Yay. Okay. So first question is, when did you know you wanted to be an artist? Because like I said, I feel like it's been since the beginning, but I want to know when it clicked for you. Yeah. So I've, I've known, oh gosh, probably since I really, really connected with music when I was like four, uh, I started, you know, singing and doing everything I could to participate in, you know, the creative side of, you know, being a singer or dancing or doing all these fun activities that just included um, 
that in it. Um, yeah, so then I started writing music when I was about, like, 14. Um, and just ever since then, I've been in artist development, and it's been such an incredible journey. Yeah. Amazing. Um, that is – that is, and you guys – when I tell you, like, the reason that I see her, like, knowing her purpose from the get-go is because this girl, before she could talk or walk, was in her car seat singing or making noises and dancing to, like, every song that came on. She would get so excited when music was on. She would always steal the microphone of the karaoke machine and, like, sing happy birthday at every single birthday party that there was in the family. Like, this girl knew And to watch her grow up into a woman and like go after that dream that I know was meant for her and obviously she knows is meant for her has been so incredible. So number two, how did you overcome your fear of sharing your story through music? Because I know that it's hard and especially at 14 to to share your story through music and like I feel like it's 14 is such a a transitional age (laughs) because you're in high school and you've got your peers and you know, you're trying to figure out who you are and, and all that stuff. So tell me like how you overcame that fear of sharing and to release music at such a transitional age. Like how did that feel? Yeah. So being so young and knowing what you want to do, is very much so a gift when you know that you want to do something so bad you will do everything in your power to make sure that that comes true um so when I was little and I was watching like what AMAs or um other artists perform and I was going to so many concerts and guys I went to Coachella when I was in eighth grade are you kidding me Yes, that's, like, such a bad age to go. Um, But also, like, you went because you wanted to see other artists perform and it was inspiring not to, like, be crazy and party and do drugs. Like, let's just get that. (laughs) Let's get that straight for all you listeners out there. Yeah, I I told my uncle. I was, like, my my uncle is – a person that has been with me in artist development, oh my gosh, ever since I was little, he saw something in me and was like, you know, we're going to do it. And my family has been so supportive. Um, But yeah, I was like, I want to go to Coachella so bad and I want to see this artist perform and this artist perform and I just want to see the stage set up and everything. And he was like, oh God. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, we went to Palm Springs when I was in eighth grade and at the time I was in middle school so when I got back from that trip everyone was just like who does this girl think she is going to Coachella (laughs) um I think that I went to Coachella that same year too you might have um but that was the only time that I went and I was like why is my sister why how what is how is this a thing right now (laughs) yeah but um kind of knowing that I've always wanted to do something is just kind of what set me off in the right path. So if you have a dream or you know that you're born to have this vision of doing what you want to do in life, then you need to overcome, you know, those blocks in your mind and do what you need to do. So, you know, I was in eighth grade and I was like, 
I'm going to Coachella. And I went. Um, it was such a cool experience. I mean, at a young age. Um, but yeah, so I've just always been an artist development. And I think breaking through that stage of my life, getting into high school, very hard transitional period, um, becoming a teenager, you're just growing so much. So there was a lot to learn about myself. I didn't even know that much about myself, but all I knew was that I wanted to sing. I wanted to do music. That's literally all I wanted to do. So I came out with my first debut single my, I think it was my freshman year of high school, uh, my freshman or sophomore year of high school. Um, but it was that thing of like, everyone is judgmental. You're getting into a new school. I've been at the same school my whole entire life. So when I transitioned into high school, it was a big thing of like, oh, what are people going to say about you and how are they going to feel? Um, but I kind of spent some time with myself. I overcame it. And I was like, I'm just going to put it out because that's what I love. I, I think you know, it was worth it in the end. And I've done so much self-development and finding myself just because I made that one move. Totally. And I love that. And that's like such a, I love that this girl is talking about self-reflection. She's literally 19. Like what? (laughs) Um, Okay. Was there ever a time that you felt like you couldn't do it or like you had those negative self-beliefs and um, like what, how did you navigate through those? Um, yeah, self-beliefs and, or limiting self-beliefs are such a big thing in your life, guys. They will show up wherever and whenever they want to, um, because there's always going to be a voice in the back of your head telling you that you're not good enough, that it's too hard, you're too lazy and you can't do it. Um, but once you, again, spend time with yourself and you overcome your titles in life of being like, oh, I'm a mother or I'm a daughter, or, I'm a friend. And you really dig deep into who you are as a person and kind of figure out your core motives in life. You will automatically love yourself more. You will start to see a change in the way that you perceive things in life. Your mindset will change. Everything will shift. Um I definitely recommend journaling. Journaling is such a big thing to, you know, put into practice. I've been journaling since I started high school. Um, Yeah, that has got me through some tough times and never, ever skip your gratitude practice. Um, You know, it's very important. There's a lot of people that want to live your life and you don't even know. So always be thankful for what you have that always, always gets you to the next step in life. Yes, I love that so much. Um, Journaling and self-reflection. And when you do have those limiting self-beliefs that come up, like, like she was saying, like the reason that she journals and she sits with herself and she has that self-reflection time is so that she holds that knowing that she is worthy, that she is talented, that her story does matter. And so she's taking all of that know and holding that in her body and like holding that knowing so that when these negative self-beliefs do come up out of nowhere, she's able to battle them and ask herself, is that the ultimate truth? And then the answer is always no. 
and then being able to rewire and the uh, change the narrative that you have playing in your head over and over again, maybe being able to prove to your subconscious, like, no, like I am worthy because X, Y, and Z and getting rid of that negative self-belief. And then when they do come back, because they always do, being able to battle them and, and prove them wrong. Such a such a good point. So I'm so happy that you said that. Um, okay. Number five. Because we already talked about like how did you or well, I guess how did you and how do you navigate through those self-beliefs, like negative self-beliefs when they do come up? Like how do you personally? I would say meditation is a really big thing. I know we talked about like journaling and, you know, a lot of self-reflection, but you have to sit there and silence when it's hard and just let your brain process stuff. You know, it's okay to feel your emotions and a lot of people disregard that. Um, So once you are like in a quiet place and you sit with yourself and you're able to kind of reconcile on yourself and say like, oh, why do I feel this way? Or um, you start to understand yourself more. And the second that you start asking yourself questions is the second that you're going to get somewhere. So that's very important. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. So you're 19. You turn 20. And this is a big transitional age. And you guys, I cannot believe that this girl is turning 20 this year. It makes my head hurt. I literally saw this photo of her it's right in front of me but it's from a birthday that she had when she was like three or four and she's at a pumpkin patch and it's just like her little baby Ella and it just makes my heart I don't know the happy tears but like also I'm sad and like I don't want you to grow up um but also straight up the fact that we have the relationship that we have. I'm so unbelievably grateful because I remember, so for you guys listening, we're 11 years difference. We have same dad, different mom, but I was around more so in her younger childhood. And like, I always knew that when we grew up that we would have a closer relationship. And you guys, that time has finally come like she's finally you know able to have adult conversations <laughs> and we do so much stuff together like we went to the gym together I just took her as a plus one to a wedding that I went to last weekend like this girl I would take her she's literally my best friend I would take her anywhere if I could um but just to watch her grow into such an incredible woman and um navigate life the way that she navigates life has been such a blessing and I'm so grateful for our relationship but I digress so you are turning 20 this year this month this week probably when this episode when this episode comes out and releases um do you feel pressure from society from parents from grandparents etc about maybe like needing to have it all figured out or like going after your dreams because side note like Ella and I had a conversation at the beginning of this year that um, where she was kind of at a crossroads because she was wanting to go to school to be a lawyer and she had a job as a paralegal and doing like paralegal work at a lawyer's office and she got on the phone with me and we had a conversation and she just felt she like was like stuck. I'm like Ella the only reason that you feel stuck is because you've outgrown your current situation and also you know that you're not on the path that you your soul is literally put on this earth to do and 
I am not the type of person who's going to, and you all listening know this about me, who's going to be like, you should go to school and get a real job and find something that has a 401k and a steady income. Like, I'm sorry, but that ain't me. I'm going to be like, bitch, go fucking follow your dreams right now. You turn around and follow your dreams. And that's exactly what I told her. I'm like, I know your talent. I know your purpose. I know how happy you are when you're singing, when you're playing the guitar, playing the piano, writing music. Like this is your calling. This is your purpose. And you need to put all of your energy into your purpose because that is when you will feel the most aligned and that you will step into you, you know, who you are meant to be in this life. So again, to reiterate the question to whatever the heck I'm trying to say right there. Um, do you feel like the pressure of maybe the fact that you did quit your job and you are going after your dreams? Like how does that, how does that make you feel? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's, that's definitely has been a tough, you know, topic and road for me this whole year I've been going through so much self-reflection this whole year whether that has to do with me or friends true friendship and figuring out you know your definite purpose in life um yeah but I called Michaela at the beginning of the year and I was like like dude I'm working like long hours as a 19 year old 45 minutes away from my house and you know I'm sitting at a desk and I hate it (laughs) I hate it because you know I'd be behind the desk you know um doing doing my work or filing something and I was dead ass watching like Ariana Grande performing and I was like okay so when when's my turn (laughs) I would just sit there and watch like, you know, like AMAs or Grammys or stuff like that. And I'd be so excited, but I was literally sitting at my desk at work and I was like, I got in the car one day, the day that I called Michaela and I was like, I like have outgrown my current reality. I shouldn't be here. I need to be doing what aligns with me or else you're going to go like this. You're going to be stuck in a cycle and the universe is going to throw stuff back at you. It will throw whatever it can back at you. So, yeah, so that you're on your aligned path. So what I did was, you know, I went to my boss and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore. And he was like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, he, he kind of, uh, he understood and he was like, you know, okay, that, that's fine. And he didn't even let me like give two weeks notice he was like you know go go do what you're supposed to do and so I didn't go back to work the next day um I want to say about three days later guys I kid you not my grandma calls me and she was like hey like I want to go to um lunch you pick the place and we'll go and I was like no like you can pick the place whatever so she picked Panera Bread I don't go to Panera Bread. It's very good. I just don't go there. I don't eat out a lot. Um, So we went, and there was, like, humming coming from the kitchen. It was kind of good. Like, someone was humming. So the guy comes out, and I was like, oh, like, do you sing? Like, kind of as a joke. And he was like, oh, like, yeah, no, I do. And he pulled out his Spotify, 
and all the music that he's worked on and he was like you know it's really hard to be in the industry whatever and I'm kind of getting through stuff on my own but give me your number and we can do music together da 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 and I was like (laughs) okay so for like the next week he was coming over to my house every day and we were writing and creating and it was oh my gosh it was so great it was something that I was so aligned with that happened literally like three days after I quit my job guys so when you're stuck in a cycle and doing things that you are not aligned with and you can't figure it out you have to sit there with yourself and you know you have to think you'd be like what are my core motives what is my purpose in life once you figure that out and you align with it and you do things that push you every day to get you to your highest self the universe wants it to be easy for you so they'll throw stuff at you as so so that happened with me it was such a blessing in disguise um you know it's funny how things are a reflection of yourself and so I would just say overcoming those beliefs about yourself and stepping into your alignment is what will get you further ahead in your life. Totally. And so when you quit your job and you came home and dad was like, aren't you going to go to work? And you were like, nah, (laughs) what was, what, like, what was his reaction? I'm so curious. And (laughs) what was his reaction and like how did his reaction like make you feel and like was there a conversation that was had with like between you and mom and dad that were like that was like you being like no like I'm going after my dreams and then like how do how did that go yeah so I mean I was too scared to tell my parents at first (laughs) but when we had that conversation um you know they've always been super super supportive but there's always going to be a side of judgment and yes, wanting what's best for you. So they were like, you know what? That's on you then if you're (laughs) deciding to do that, but you know, good for you for following your dreams. And you know, if that's your passion, then go and do it, which I respect so much. And I love them so much for that. Um, But it was also like kind of me like being timid too as well. being like, Oh, like what are they going to say? Um, And it's your parents. You always want, you know, you always want to be the favorite child or like loved by your parents. And it's hard. um, But once you kind of overcome that and get out of your comfort zone, you're able to do so much more. So I love them for all the advice that they give me, but I will be doing what aligns with me the best, which it has. I've played you know, like a couple shows ever since I quit my job, you know, I was able to do that. And, you know, it's, it's been great ever since. So I will continue to do what aligns with me. Yeah. And then like having that time also, I was thinking about this this morning. How crazy is it that you know, when you do work a nine to five job, let's say, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with if, if, if you're called to work a nine to five and to be in corporate and like that is where you feel most aligned, then amazing. But we're talking about what's what we feel is most aligned for us. And we want to inspire others that maybe don't feel like their calling is to work a nine to five and that they want to be creative. And we're just giving, you know, encouragement for them to follow your dream, follow their dreams. So where I was going with that is 
when you have the nine to five and, you know, you might have, let's say you're, you have a certain amount of work to do and you get that work done in three hours, but then you still have those five hours to sit there and sit at a desk so that you can get your time in. Um, it's, it's like when you could be at home with your family or creating like something that actually is going towards your dreams or like working on a side business or like doing so much more productive things with your time than like just sitting there to trade your time for money. Like that is just something that I will never, ever, 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 ever be able to wrap my head around again is trading my time for money. Like I don't believe in trading time for money. I, I believe in trading like not even necessarily, it's like an even exchange of this is my value. This is what I bring to the table. And that is what you're paying for. You're paying for the years of um, lessons that I've had to learn in my past. Like when you're coming to me for sessions and for Ella, it's like, and for artists in general, like there's a reason that they get paid the way that they do is because it takes a lot of energy to show up in a creative space. It takes a lot of bravery. It takes a lot of lessons, music lessons and singing lessons. And you guys like this girl has been working on her dreams and in lessons upon lessons upon lessons for her whole entire life. So like she deserves to get, you know, recognized and to get paid the big bucks. And I know that it's going to happen for you because she has held this knowing of what her future is going to look like, like this girl. And she's not only holding the knowing, but she's taking inspired action to manifest the life of her, of her desires and of her dreams. And like, she is going to make it happen. Like it's already hers. Like I, I know this for a fact and so does she. Um, so being able to hold that knowing and to, yeah, you know, having those limiting self beliefs come up, but when they do like still just having that knowing in knowing it to your core so deeply that it doesn't matter what anyone else says, like you're going to continue to work towards what you want to work towards. It's just, it's so amazing to hear you say that. So again, so proud, proud sister moment. Um, okay. So also let's talk about, I know also at the beginning of the year, like you did have that moment of realization of like needing to find yourself and, um, knowing your worth and giving yourself love and giving yourself time to like reflect and grow into who you are now. Um, tell me a little bit about maybe like about that time in your life and really taking the time. I feel like you really stepped out of everything and every title that you currently had, like you were a girlfriend, you were a worker or employee, you were, a daughter, you were a sister, you were, you know, you kind of stepped back, you stepped back from a lot of those titles and you solely took time for yourself and like did what was best for you in that moment. And to do that at such a young age is so inspiring. And there aren't a lot of people that are even throughout their entire lives have, you know, have done this. And it took me, you know, I was 30 when I first did this and and realized like I was being, I was being somebody and doing things that weren't actually what I wanted and I wasn't actually being who I wanted to be. I was just so busy people pleasing and worried about what everyone else said or thought about me. And so I wasn't being my true authentic self. And it, it took me 
30 years and for you it took you 19 or less than like or you know 18 years to to do that for yourself and so I want to hear a little bit about like when you had that realization of needing to do that and um, how that was for you yeah so around the time I had just graduated high school stepping into the big world I'm like oh what's next um but I was in a relationship for three years, um, two and a half, three years. Um, and I, once that was over, you go through, that was probably the biggest heartache in my life besides grieving a family member. Um, it feels like a death of someone that's still alive, but you know, I no longer attach myself to, that person and we're just so so different I had different goals and things that I want to accomplish in my life that you know he didn't align with and so I was like okay like I'm gonna take the step for myself and figuring that out and I'm gonna take a step back and I'm gonna pour into myself but because I was so young and I've had a boyfriend for literally since I was 15 all the way up till I was 18 and a half years old that is such a big transition in your life. And you don't really understand that until that person is gone. So I, you know, we were no longer talking and I was, you know, on my own again for the first time. And I was like, I'm going to manifest a good boyfriend. I'm going to literally manifest like the man of my dreams when I should have been manifesting my higher self. Are you kidding? Ooh, that's a truth. <laughs> So, yeah, I would literally just sit in my bed at night and I was like, guys, I'm going to find like the best man ever. And, you know, I'm going to be so happy again. And I did not need to be doing that. I needed to be self-reflecting. And you guys, this chick is so powerful. Like her manifestation game is top tier. She can manifest. She has manifested so many things in her life. But I digress. I just wanted to say that like her manifesting this perfect boyfriend, whatever, like, go ahead. Tell your story. Sorry. Yeah. Well, when you learn from your older sister who knows what she's doing, then yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So around that time, I, I was just, you know, I was like, I'm going to manifest, you know, the best guy ever. And it's going to be so good. And I'm never going to be sad again. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was my mind at that time. Okay. Do you know how like yeah. I no longer like hold that character to myself so it, i just I think that's yeah so that that's just done and we're gonna kick it to the core but um yeah so during the summer i had a little get together at my house for some friends and it was one of my friend's birthday and i said you know invite whoever you want you know it's your thing invite whoever you want it was his birthday so he was like oh okay cool and some guy walks in and <laughs> my my friend introduced us. He was like, oh, hey, this is so-and-so. And I was like, hey, uh, hey. Um, thought nothing of it, you know. Um, the story gets crazier as I go on. But um, we had a conversation on the beach that night because all of our friends went to In-N-Out, whatever. Um, and just kind of like started talking and talking and got, get to know each other. And it was just like this beautiful thing that kind of blossomed out of nowhere. Um, and 
checked off all the buckets on my list. Like it's literally the guy that I would pray for in my bed. He had goals, aspirations, you know, such a great human being, um, just became my best friend. And so, yeah, I was super stoked when I met him and, you know, later down the line, we were looking at my phone and, you know, we were going like through my camera roll or whatever. And in high school, I was at this party and I posted this picture and we look in the back of the picture and it's my now current boyfriend in the back of the picture. And we slide one more and his shoe is in the bottom of the picture. And that's just a weird thing, how the universe has timing for you. So, you know, it'll it'll throw people at you. And that's why the universe is such a big, you know, mirror of yourself and self-reflection. So that was just crazy. We were kind of like, we were both talking about that. We're like, oh my gosh, no way. Like, I didn't even know you were there. And it, it was so weird. But um, yeah, he's been my best friend ever since. But at the time, I should have been, you know, manifesting a better life for myself and kind of self-reflecting. So at the time, you know, we started dating and I was so unhappy. And I was like, why am I so unhappy? Like, I just, you know, spending time with anyone wasn't fun anymore. Um, I felt like everything was a chore and then we like I decided I need to take a step back for myself so I left the relationship and you know I wasn't able to spend time with those friends anymore because you know they were also like part of our relationship so I had to step back and you know those people won't understand and they'll start judging you and making up stuff about your life that they don't even know about because you've decided to take a step back for yourself so I was then hurt, um, you know, because I, I was also, like, losing out on friendships at the time, and those people, like, aligned with me so much that I was like, oh, I don't want to lose it, and you got to lose it to find yourself, so I took a step back, and I, like, was calling Michaela, and I was just, you know, so sad, but, you know, I did self-reflection for, like, four months. We didn't talk, anything like that, you know, I was doing you know, everything I could in my power to heal, you know, from my last relationship. And Michaela's talked about that as well, and her going through relationships as well in life, which has been such a big thing. And I had to do what I needed to do in my power, block everyone out and just kind of figure out who I was as a person. And, you know, four months goes by and we hit it off again. We talk and he's been my best friend ever since. And it's all because I decided to heal myself so it's very, very important when it comes to relationships and life with friendships, anything of the sort. You guys really need to heal past trauma in order to move on in your life. So, yeah. Wow. Yes. And you guys, relationships, when you think that you have healed and then you get into a romantic relationship, they will be the biggest mirror to you and they will reflect any anything that you haven't actually fully healed they will bring that up in you and you have a choice in that um in that moment and you can either heal it 
or you can and like see it for what it is, which is a reflection of something that you need to heal within yourself or you resent the relationship and you resent the person and it all goes downhill. And so the fact that Ella took and and mind you, we were in Hawaii like I t- we, we went to Hawaii together and at the beginning of the year, which is when this was all happening and in January and I was actually like recently had gotten out of a relationship it was like my, with my ex in December and so we were both and she was still in this relationship with her now current like boyfriend this was before they did, took their little sabbatical and <laughs> and um you know I just saw like you know obviously she was seeing what I was going through and how I was healing and then I saw what she was going through and how she still needed to heal and so when we got back and she told me like that she did take the step to take the to take the step back and to start to focus on herself like me and her both went through this healing journey and this reflecting journey like around the same time which it's just so special (laughs) sisters sister love sister bonding um sister reflecting but to be able to be there for each other during that time was was so special and to see her truly like it was just all of a sudden, like she just, it, something clicked in her. Like I could just see everything about her. She just became like, she's so sure of herself and she is so happy in her relationship now, um, back with the guy that she had taken the break from. And the fact like he also did inner healing work on himself too. And he grew as a human and as an individual, which is so hot, like (laughs) as a person, like watch, you know, like that is like men who, better themselves and grow as individuals kudos there's something about it that really gets us going um okay so with all that being said so proud of you i love you so much anyways um okay is there anything that you want to say before we get into like the woo-woo stuff to people that are afraid to go after their dreams yeah. So if you're kind of afraid to take action um, towards something that you absolutely, absolutely know to your deepest core that you, it just needs to be done, you need to do it. Um, I would just recommend, you know, again, self-reflection, pay attention to, you know, how you feel with the people that you're spending your time with, because, you know, those people also will pour into you and reflect on you as well because everything is a mirror. So you need to pay attention who you're spending your time with as well. Um, Again, journaling, gratitude, anything that you can do to understand your thoughts, who you are as a person, you kind of overcome that while you're doing those things, while you're doing self-reflection, and then you're able to know your definite purpose in life and be like okay like I need to do this this and this and I'm going to do these actions to put myself in the position where I'm able to achieve it so once you block out negativity once you block out your limiting self-beliefs and kind of have a better idea of what you're going to be able to do to achieve your goals then that that's when it's over and end game you're you're obviously you know you're going to be successful you're going to win and keeping those core motives within yourself every single day is something that is super important 
to get to where you want to be in life. I love that. Block out the the haters. Keep your blinders on. Focus on what's in front of you. Let's go. Okay. Let me just tell you guys, this is where the woo comes in. Psychic abilities run in the family. <laughs> Ella, I've, as I mentioned before, is powerful beyond belief. Um, her manifest manifestation game is strong and like knowing things, she gets downloads in her dreams. And if you don't know what a download is, it's basically from source God universe. When you have this download of like this, knowing that something is going to happen in your future and then it happening and you being like, Oh, it's also known as deja vu, right? Like you knew that it would happen. Um, and then it happens and you're like, what the fuck? Like I knew this was going to happen and now it's happening and then I get my psychic. And it's like the answer is yes, you are. Um, stop being afraid of owning it. Like I come out of the woo closet. Like everyone's becoming more accepting of this and it's such a beautiful thing. Um, but I want you to tell the story of Baba, which is our gram or her grandpa. Um, my stepmom, her mom's dad, who recently well, kind of passed away. Um, and like that story of like, ha- like getting the download and after the fact and all of that, like I want, I want to hear your, like what happened and all the things. Yeah. So, um, I, was spending a lot of time with my grandpa. I was, I'm super, super close with my grandparents. They have, I mean, Michaela's super close with them as well. They've always, you know, been a helper in our lives and, you know, we're just always super happy to spend time with us. So yeah, I was, I was spending a lot of time with him at the time and he would come and like sit on my bed before I went to bed, before he left my house. And he'd be like, oh, like, I hope you had a good day, and, like, I'm I'm so excited to, um, you know, he would say stuff like, I'm so excited to see you get married and all the things, and just beautiful conversations with my grandpa. It, it was, like, you know, it was so nice. I was so close with him, um, but, you know, close to around the time that he had passed, energy was just kind of weird. It was, like, he was always he's he's very spiritual and such a believer in God and um he holds those core motives to himself a lot um uh, which i got inspiration from as well um so he he just kind of like had this thing about him where he was like overly happy which was funny um he was like overly happy during around the time of his passing and he said goodnight to me one night and the last words I said to him was, I love you. And he was like, Oh, I love you too. And then he left. Um, and that night that he said that to me, I was, you know, dreaming. And it was like, I think it's like where, you know, that you're dreaming. I think it's like lucid dreaming. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like lucid dreaming and yeah, it, it felt real. Um, but I knew that I was dreaming, so it was, like, I could put two and two together where I was, like, okay, like, I know this isn't reality, but, um, yeah, like, I was lucid dreaming. And um, I woke up that morning, and 
that night I had a dream that we were all sitting in a chapel, like in a church chapel. And the pastor was giving a message to everyone. And we kind of went down to pray. So like just close our eyes and like crossed our hands together. We went down to pray and the pastor was done, you know, praying, giving his message. And I looked to my grandpa and I was like, Baba, like, wake up, like it's time to go. And he like didn't move. And I was like, that's weird. Like, let me touch him again. So I was like, Baba, like, let's go. It's time to wake up. And he didn't move like in my dream. So I was like, what is going on? And I, my dream stopped when like my grandma screamed and because like she knew, you know, so that's when my dream stopped. Um, and I was like, oh, that was such a weird dream. Like, I just hate dreaming deaths of very close family members. Like, that's terrible, obviously. It was, it was just like a nightmare for me, basically. So um, not fun. But, you know, we had a good day that day. Everything was fine. You know, I was just trying not to think about like kind of my dream. And that night we were coming home from I think we were in like Santa Monica and we were coming home with my family and my mom gets a phone call and the person on the phone was like hi like is this so and so I don't want to say names on here um but she was like yeah um and the doctor was like can you please pull over um we just wanted to have a quick conversation with you and she was like yeah of course so my dad pulls over because my mom was in the passenger seat and the doctor was like I'd like to let you know that your dad has just passed away and she starts screaming the same exact way that my grandma screamed in my dream so I was like oh my god like I got so scared I was like what's going on like I don't like all this you know stuff going on recently like I'm dreaming bad stuff like now bad stuff's happening and I've never heard my mom scream like that ever ever so it was I knew it was something different to me so I was just you know I was freaked out we drive we pull up into the driveway and she tells us like oh I think Baba just passed away me and dad are gonna go um to the hospital and like we'll let you know the updates so I was trying not to freak out because I'm like I'm sure like something just happened to him and you know, like it's not going to be anything crazy. Also, because I had just dreamt that my grandpa died. So I was like, what is going on? Like, I was like, oh, maybe that was real, whatever. I was just seconding, like questioning myself. So, um, yeah, they went to the hospital and he indeed did pass away. And, you know, a couple of days later, once everyone is kind of like cooled down or whatnot and we're grieving, um, there's a bunch of family members that come over and I asked kind of my mom, you know, when she was okay, like what happened? And my grandpa is super, you know, spiritual and into God. And he was actually preaching in a mosque, preaching to a whole bunch of people. And my grandma was in the crowd and he was preaching with his brother and um, they go down to pray and when the prayer is over, his brother was saying the prayer, when the prayer is over, they come back up. My grandpa did not come back up. He stayed on the floor. So then his brother's freaking out and he was like, oh my gosh, like, is he going to come back up? No. So my grandpa had a brain aneurysm and died giving prayer. So just crazy how I had a dream about my grandpa dying while praying and then that that is the way that he actually 
died. So, <laughs> yeah. That story, like, I still get chills to this day. When she told me that, I was like, whoa. Um, but I guess the reason that I wanted to say that is just, just because, like, I wanted her to share that story is just yeah intuition psychic abilities like these are things that everyone everyone has occasionally um some more than others and they're very much so real and so i just wanted to kind of give give a little another little woo story and um something to maybe like get the give you chicken skin (laughs) um to end to end the end of the podcast like this but Yeah, that is where we are going to end it. I am so grateful that we had the chance to do this episode and I had so much fun talking with you and and picking your brain about your all your things and your goals and your aspirations. And you guys follow her on Instagram. I will link her stuff below. Um, Follow her on Spotify. Her music is on Spotify. There's so much more that will come out on Spotify and Apple and wherever the heck else you you listen to music. Um, she's also on TikTok and I will link that too. And her TikToks um, for her music are so fun to watch and listen to. So you guys, I'll also let you know when she's playing live on my Instagram because I'm just a proud sister and I love her so much. So um, moral of this episode, moral of the story here, follow your dreams Forget about, block out the haters, block out the negativity, rewire your your neural pathways in your brain to like remember who the fuck you are, um, step into the highest version of yourself, hold that knowing and stay on your true aligned path regardless of what others say or think and also take time for yourself to like really reflect and know who you are as a human and as an individual Um and making sure that you truly love yourself to your core and you are not relying on any outside source or person to have that love for yourself and to be happy. Um, anything Anything else you want to say? Guys, go kill it. Go kill it. And book a session with Michaela. She will definitely help you 100%. I love you. Um, I will also put the link for booking a session with me below in the show notes. Thank you for the shout out, Ella. Um, amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're all incredible. I love you all so much. Wouldn't be here without you. And I hope this helped in some way and you are inspired to chase after your dreams and go get what's yours. Bye. Bye guys. Chat soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this resonated with you, please make sure you leave a rating and review. Like and subscribe if you are watching on YouTube. Make sure you follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Kayla Cakes at K-A-E-L-A period C-A-K-E-S. Visit my website at MichaelaRyanFillar.com to find out more about my coaching services. All of these links are in the show notes below. Make sure you tune in for next week's episode. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Friday. Chat soon.